Hey guys, welcome to Friday's podcast, international special, no Premier League fixtures this week, unfortunately. So we thought we'd talk about England. Um, they've got a friendly against Australia and then a qualifier for the Euros against Italy. Joining me to discuss England, the squad, how much we all love Gareth Southgate and the players that he picks. I've got Ryan, Gaz, Matt and Steve. Um, Steve, I'll come straight to you. England play Australia tonight, mate. Um, no Ange and no Ange ball for the Socceroos. Um, to our Australian listeners, mate, this should be four or five nil, shouldn't it? I don't know. I do know a couple of the Australian squad because obviously they play for Ipswich. So uh, Cameron Burgess and uh, Massimo Leongo is um, obviously back in the squad after a long, long absence. Um, much, much deserved. So uh, well done to them too. Um, but yeah, it should be a straightforward game for England, shouldn't it? And it'll just be a case of who Southgate decides to play. Um, I'm sure he'll play all all his old favourites because that's what he always does in every game that he does. So, But it'd be just nice to see some different faces, perhaps start Watkins up front, um, perhaps play a little bit different in midfield, um, not play Harry Maguire as a centre-half, possibly. Um, you know, all the sort of stuff form. that we, uh, we form, all the stuff we talk about. Yeah. But, uh, but no, it'd just be nice to see a few new faces because I've always said it when it comes round to tournament football and we're going to, let's face it, we're going to qualify for the Euros without doubt. When it comes round to, to, to tournament football, how do these players get any experience if you don't play them in games like the one tonight? So. In my opinion, get the youngsters in there, get the players in there who need a little bit of experience. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good point. Gaz, with this being a friendly, he might as well play a one to eleven that's never played together before. You actually learn more about it, wouldn't you? Not to extend that, <laughs> but will he? <laughs> no, I don't think he will. But I, th- I think there's going to be some change in the course. But uh, I think he's going to, you know, keep. You know, I see Phillips playing. I see. Um, uh, Connor going to go play in. I'm not too sure Ollie Watkins might play. He might play up front. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a different team against the Italy team uh, four days later, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Matt, talk to me about Harry Maguire. There are others, and I know Ryan is already chomping at the bit because he wants to rip Southgate's head off. But um, let's talk yeah, a couple of keywords in the squad. Ramsdale, not playing for Arsenal in the squad. Henderson, playing in front of 900 people in the squad. Phillips, can't get a game at Manchester City in the squad. Stones, being injured in the squad. Conor Gallagher, in and out at Chelsea in the squad. Harry Maguire, shouldn't be anywhere near the squad. Talk to me about what Southgate's doing ahead of Australia tonight. You made a good point in the group chat. I think it was you. Uh, it might not have been, that said that it's almost like Gareth Southgate is is kind of running a, a, a club rather than a national team. Um, and I kind of agree that that's what he's, he's doing. It's familiarity of players and, and, and ways of, of playing. You can't completely change the England team, you know, from international break to international break, depending just on how players are playing uh, for their, their teams. Harry Maguire 100% deserves to be in the squad. We talked about him needing game time. Well, he's got that now, and he's got an assist for United uh, last weekend against Brentford. So he he 100% deserves to be there. He deserves to be there more than John Stones does. I don't really understand the John Stones when he's been injured for for ages. Calvin Phillips, no, he hasn't played for City, but 
played really well on the last international break, so why shouldn't he be in there as well? Ramsdale, I mean, look, you've got three keepers in there, so you might as well kind of keep him in there as well. Um, I don't think that's, that's you know, one way or the other. That, that really makes a difference. Um, I think in terms of how we're going to line up against Australia, it's a bit of a, bit of a charity match, isn't it, playing against Australia? Um, I don't think we're going to be too <laughs> challenged. And I think this, the team that he's going to start with is not going to be dissimilar to the team that he will start with against Italy. I just think we'll see more changes as the game goes on um, against Australia. I'm I'm not unhappy with Southgate. I think I'm one of the only England fans that's not really unhappy with him. You know, we've gone through qualification. I think we've only conceded two goals. Yes, we dropped two points against Ukraine, but that's that happens in football. Southgate for for a knighthood. He's a banker, Matt, I suppose, to, uh, and I'm very careful with my words there, but he's a banker to get England to at least the semi-finals, I suppose, of the Euros. There's, there's plenty of clubs there that, you know, would be happy to have him as their manager. I, I'm really just trying to keep Ryan out of this for as long as possible because the podcast is over once he gets in. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there would be a few clubs that would be happy to have him. I don't, I don't know of a manager at the moment that would do, do kind of more with England. I think England are a little bit cursed with, uh, with getting to finals and losing them or getting to semis or whatever it is. So, you know, I'm happy with Southgate. If it's his last major tournament, then so be it. But I'd, I'd like him to stay until the Euros as well afterwards. <laughs> Southgate loves a semi. Ryan, <laughs> over to you, my friend. I know that you like Southgate as much as Matthew. And you're always happy about the squad picks. You're the first person to generally comment about the squad when it comes out. So go on, I'm going to shut up and I want you to talk openly and honestly about the direction Southgate's taking England. He's going to win us the Euros, isn't he? And that's today's podcast. Thanks all. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. And I know, Matt, you're on the wind-up because... Safegate is what he should be called. He's definitely been incorrectly named. Doesn't have the bollocks to change his players in his setup to players in form. Did you, anybody see the interview with James Ward-Prowse? Anybody, any of you see it? Yeah. I've seen bits yeah. of it. Yeah. The guy comes out in public, says he's gutted. Can you name me a better English centre midfielder playing in the Premier League? Because I know that um, a certain someone else will come up. But can you name me a better player, English player in the Premier League in midfield in better form than him? Conor Gallagher. Conor Gallagher's doing pretty well. Oh, don't start with Conor Gallagher. Oh, bang it again. It's not happening. Uh, like, it's just, it's a joke. Like, he, he's basically, he turned around and he's done an interview that it doesn't matter how, what your form, your recent form's like. Now, I get that if that's one game. But James Ward-Prowse has been amazing all, all season. So that's a sample of 10 to 12 games. He hasn't games scored in three pretty... games. Oh, yeah, no, horrific, isn't it? He's probably got four assists in those games, though, hasn't he? The guy is an absolute yes man. And he, England will win nothing with him. If they do, I'll be the first person. If England win the Euros, I, I will put it on there now. I'll get an England shirt with Southgate's name on the back. Because I think I'll I might even go further, but I don't want to... I don't want to you know, I'll do a pizza advert or something. You know, like the guy's just a—he's just a wet, he's just a wet white, and he—he he doesn't have the balls to Ryan, make decisions. Ryan, I am putting it out there, Mike. I'm putting it out there, Ryan, that if England win the Euros in Germany, 
which the Footy Social Club will be in Germany for. But if England win the Euros under Southgate, Ryan, I would like you to come on and sing Southgate, You're the One to that Atomic Kitten song on your own with your Southgate shirt on. Yeah, I've probably got to go with it, don't I? Because let's be honest, I, I just don't, I, I don't think... I don't think we've. I don't think he's got it in him in a major tournament to make decisions that he needs to make. And you see social media. You know, it's the sort of world that we live in. They're just happy with it, us plodding along. We get through Europe. We get through the qualifiers, no problem. And then when we play a team that is fifty-fifty, we don't win. Name me a team we've beat in a fifty-fifty yep. in a major tournament under Southgate. Germany. With the fifty-fifty. That was an old Germany team. I, it's probably the only one I can slightly give an old team, at, an old German Wembley. team at home. At, yeah, at Wembley. Yeah, like we had yeah. home advantage. That, we're playing, we're playing, and even even that game, Thomas Muller misses the chances that ninety nine times out of hundred he closes his eyes and finishes. Yeah. You know, he got lucky in the, yeah, the, the, the run the in the world, the run in the ninety in the two thousand eight World Cup, which we watched together. Couldn't have had a better run. Yeah. Play Croatia. You don't beat Croatia. I know they're a good team, but he didn't have the balls to do it against Italy. Could have made subs. I did, it's just excuse after excuse. And he's, he's, he, you talk about generations, he will waste this generation. All right. So, look, if we're going to talk about generation, I want to talk about generational talent and, and a player applying his trade outside of the Premier League. Um, was excellent for Borussia Dortmund and earned himself a massive move to Real Madrid. And, you know, I was trying to think the other day about Jude Bellingham and whether I can think of a player that's, how old is he, 20, 19, 20? 20. Is there anyone in the world doing it better currently than Jude Bellingham? More more goals last weekend. Um, Seems to single-handedly carry Real Madrid. And I know the English fans love to pump up a player's tyres, so to speak. Um, Steve, I think from memory, once upon a time, you used to be a Madridster season ticket holder or something for, for Real Madrid. I think if I'm right, going back to the you know the Stone Age, or no, sorry, 2008 or whatever it was, um, he's, he's been so impressive, but Southgate doesn't necessarily utilise him, does he, in the right way? No, he doesn't. And then the day he is an absolutely world class star. And it's not I mean, in some respects, in this country, we've actually played him down. We're 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 not the ones who are bigging him up. If you look at the Spanish and the Italian press from his performance last week in Maradona's old backyard, he was absolutely lauded by Italians, by Spanish. You know, the guy's got, he's, in 10 appearances, he's got 10 goals this season. You know, he, he only actually scored eight goals last year for Dortmund in total. You know, he's, yeah. got three, he's got three assists. Could a player ever have gone to Madrid and settled in any better than a 20-year-old, 19 when he went, 20-year-old Jude Bellium? He, he, we don't, even we're not even touching the top of the iceberg as far as what he could be as a player. Not even touching it. And and Ryan's right. Southgate, oh big nose, he will waste him. He will waste the talent that Jude Balling has got. I just pray that he'll be gone hopefully next summer after the Euros. 
when we have another glorious failure where we we've managed to grab a defeat or a draw from a game we should have won and he'll be gone and hopefully we'll get a manager in who can deal with all the talent we've got we've got James Madison who started the season with five assists two goals we've got Spike Saka who's started the season with five goals and four assists what is Southgate going to do with all this attacking players? He's going to play two holder midfield players. That's what he's going to do. He's going to play Harry Maguire at the back with John Stones. And we'll end up somehow, as I say, snatching defeat from the jaws of what could be a campaign that really, really sees us go a long way. And we have been a long way. But actually, oh, it's, it, it doesn't even bear thinking about it. It gives me nightmares. I can tell. I mean, Steve, I think you're a little harsh on Harry Maguire. I think he's three Premier League games this season and one assist now. Yeah. So, you know, he's actually a man on form, old slabbed. I, I mean, Matt, Matt, said that, Matt said that John Stone shouldn't be in the side because he's been out injured. I mean, he's played nearly as many games as Harry Maguire this season. You know, and, yeah. day, and he's been out injured. So, yeah. you tell yeah. me. Gaz, Gaz, why do you think that Southgate reverts to type I, I know Ryan called him Safegate, um but why do you think he's not brave enough to um to pick outside of the box so to speak because I feel like with how he is with the FA he could have a job for life there and if he could reinvent himself a little bit I think England fans could very quickly get back on side again I, the thing is I think he really we're the same. I actually quite like Southgate, to be honest. I'm a little bit in Matt's camp on this one. But I just don't think he believes in his centre-backs. I don't think our centre-back situation is as good as what we used to have. You know, when you had like Ferdinand and Terry and, you know, that was our arguably our golden generation. And that that's we haven't got centre-halves nowhere near the sort of level as that now. Um, like, who are our main, you know, our main centre-backs now? We've got Walker, fantastic right-back. He's very good. Shaw on the left-back, fine. But, but you know, in the middle, we, we haven't got our... These two definitely playing. And, and I think that's why he's doing it for purely a protection purpose. And I think he's doing it... I actually like it in a way because I think we've got plenty up top to do enough. I still think you can still get Foden. I still think you can get um, uh, Bellingham in the team. And I still think you can get Kane up top. I still think there's enough up there to do enough. I don't think you need another one in there like Madison. I like Madison, but I don't see him getting in that team. Um, I don't see him getting in the England team up top there. I just don't. Ryan, do you think um, Sterling's unlucky to miss out on a call-up this time? Potentially. Considering Grealish has been injured. Potentially. Um, but then you start, you do start chopping and changing. I, like, the one thing... I give him credit for is the camaraderie he's built up. That's been mentioned earlier about Everton. The players all seem to love him. Um, so he's built he's built up a culture in within the system that people seem to embrace. And if you start chopping and changing all the time, you'll lose the fabric of that. I can't agree that like I can't I, can't, I just can't agree with the fact that he's a good manager for England. Like I remove Villa bias. To a degree, but then I look at Esri Konza, a guy who's been on form for Villa for eighteen months. Everyone said his shit without Tiger and Mings, me being one of them. How's he not? He's not even getting a sniff. We're fifth. Like there's just so many players that never get a chance, and it's this complete big club bias or favoritism. And it, 
I just can't stand him. Like, who here thinks we're going to beat? Who here thinks we're going to beat Italy? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it's your rubbish. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 not a you're all saying that's a one nil. We, we will beat. We will beat Italy, but we'll beat Italy almost in, in despite, despite Southgate. You know, Gaz, you said about the fact there's not the centre halves there. How do we know this? How do we know that there's not the centre halves? How do we know that Tamori and Dunk and Konza and those sort of players are never going to be any good when we don't play them. When they don't get international experience. All them players now are playing in Europe. All right, albeit in the in the in the Europe Europa League, but they're all playing in Europe. They don't get a chance. Last time when we played Dunk, and I think in the last friendly, I think against Scotland, he looked he looked top draw. Yeah. You know, he looked yeah. quality on the ball. He looked comfortable on the ball. Does Harry Maguire ever really, really look comfortable on no, the ball, possibly. or does he look like he's a mis- he looks like his mistake waiting to happen? And that's the trouble. We we could be at the end of the day. Southgate's been there nearly six years, I think. Now he actually could be. I mean, with another manager, we could have won something by now. That's the difference, we and we won't know until he's gone. That's the problem. But it's just all this same old thing. He do, he has done a great job on getting the press on side, on bringing the players through a like, almost like a team environment. But you need a manager to push that onto the next level. And he's not that man. Never, ever going to be that Steve, man. Steve, tell me. Never. Steve, tell me. Sorry, Chris. Steve, tell me this. Obviously, if you say you don't need two holding players, okay, how many would you play at the back? Four, or would you play? Well, I wouldn't. I, you, if you had better defenders, you wouldn't need the two holding players. Okay, that's the problem. The problem. This he, is what he's I'm so scared. He's so. This is what. This is why. No, but two. what? No, but what I'm saying. Yeah, because he's playing Maguire. Yeah, Gaz. That's do, his own do doing. Brighton play two holding midfield players? Oh. You know, do Brighton play two holding midfield players? No, they no. don't. So. Why were you protecting the the place where we if, if we played the right defenders, you don't need to play two. You can play the, the you can play the front five going forward, then five or six going forward, who are actually the players who should be in there. I can also I'd say it might be centre backs each. I'd love to just name you two centre backs that's gonna go into a into a Euros or a World Cup that you could hang your hat on. Easy. And I don't think we can none I think all of us would say all different centre-backs. I mean, I pretty much we'd all say all different ones, whereas back in the day, you'd have gone uh, Ferdinand, Terry, Ferdinand, Terry, Ferdinand, Terry. It would have been a non-conversation. I think that's why we're playing these two holding players, because we just we just don't know who our two best centre-backs are. I think... Who's, who's Tommy, fault's that? Who, 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 who's fault is that? No, whose fault is that, is what yeah, I'm saying? It's only it, one it, person's it, fault. It, it, it's Southgate's. Like I said... I mean, I agree. I agree. You should be using these, and he used Dunk. So he used Dunk, and Dunk played fantastic the last game. So I, I wouldn't surprise me if Dunk doesn't go on the plane. Uh, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. So it'd be interesting to see who he picks tonight. Uh, who he picks tonight, really, in, in, the, in the Aussie game, um, and more importantly, who he picks in the actual in the Italy game. That's the main one. Um, that, that's going to be the big one. Stones yeah. and Maguire will play, and Stones and Maguire will start for England at the Euros. They're England's best two centre-halves, because whether you like it or not, others haven't been given enough of a chance to be able to prove whether they deserve to be in that position or not. They may do it for their club sides, but obviously Southgate doesn't necessarily allow it from an international point of view. Um, it's England England will wipe the floor with Australia. They'll, they'll beat Italy and we'll move on. Um, Matt, we could be hearing Ryan singing songs even earlier if uh, if we smash Italy maybe you never know um, with with it likely Matt that Southgate's 
um, time with England's going to come to an end. You know, the FA have a bit of a, a job on their hands on, on who they approach to to take England forward and try and get the best out of what could be another golden generation. As Steve said, the Madisons, the Bellinghams, the Sackers, Foden's of this world. I mean, Foden is yet to really do it in an England shirt. Where do England, as we look forward, you know, you know, another year down the line or whatever, where do maybe the FA go next as a manager? Well, it's, it's difficult. We're limited, I think, in, in options. I think it's going to depend on timing. It's going to depend on the likes of how I think maybe Newcastle get on the next year or so as to whether Eddie Howe's still there, because I think he'd be a great England manager. It's whether he would want to step, step away from club football to go into international management, because I still think he's going to be a great club manager for many years to come, regardless of how he gets on with Newcastle. Outside of that, it's really, really, really difficult. I think they might, after Southgate, look again at a foreign manager. But again, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even hazard a guess right now. Maybe someone else has got a better idea than I have. Grant Potter. Yeah, he's a tough one. Oh, I hope not, no. Potter. That would be such no. a bad idea for England. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I, Potter... Potter is not the way forward. He needs to actually really do it at a club and show that he can score goals because he's almost too conservative. He's more conservative than Southgate. Go on, Steve. Who do you think England should turn to? Well, somebody will come, somebody will come out of the woodwork. I don't. I mean, I'm 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 with Ryan. At the end of the day, I don't really see why a Potter or Howe. I mean, if you end of the day, if you go to Eddie Howe and offer him the England manager's job, you're not telling me he ain't gonna have his head turned at the end of this season. It's just uh-huh. wouldn't be. You know, that's still a big job. Still a big job in football, but. What makes me laugh about this? People say, "Oh, who's going to replace Southgate?" Who's when Southgate got the job? How many people would put their hand up and say Southgate should have got the job? Not many. None. So actually, you know, could you possibly go with a Lee Carsley, who's at the under twenty ones at the minute? You know, he's just he's won the he's won the European Championships for them. I know it's a different ball game, but if they're talking about consistency and and Concession plan, accession plans. That's what you get, isn't it? You get, you get so some. Yes, man. They'll, they'll go. They'll go. They'll go with another yes man because that's our FA. Isn't it? They will do. They've been yes man. <laughs> but they're, but they're right. been, so Irish. My but question been, is this: They've been though. scared what, to go. What, what? What? When you when you guys are saying he's a yes man, what what are you meaning specifically by that? Because it's a term that's thrown around all the time. Oh. But what do you mean specifically by Gareth Southgate is a yes man? Gets involved in everything in the media that's got nothing to do with football. He's just—he's always got something to say. Just focus on your job, mate. And he's—he's he's, he's too much of a pragmatist. Like he will just do the same old shit, safety first every single time. And you see that Southgate's last—if uh, he—if he, if he, got, if he was... was at Borough, and he got relegated. So what—what yeah. what did he do to earn it? Would you be roused if he was in the dressing room in front of you? No way. Aroused or aroused? aroused. I hope not. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't be, would you? He's never. He's never get. He's never getting you. You know, completely on it for a big game. Never ever. He's built a spirit at England that that yeah. not many managers have. Yeah, I agree. Where's I agree. Yeah. What, what have we won? What have we won? Nothing. We've got to. We've, what we've won since nineteen sixty-six. We've got. We've never got before on anything we've done. And I think this oh, next step is the step. Man. I think we're going to do well the Euros. I think we're going to win the Euros. No. Man, you we're, could have been manager and you wouldn't have done academy. any worse. We're not talking about the Scottish Premier League here. We are talking about England. <laughs> yeah. You know, look, 
I think England should make a play for, for Big Ange. Plays the right type of football with young players. Jesus. And that is where I think England should go next. Good shout. Why not? Why not? Why not? We talked about you're foreign off, manager. You're going off three months. Would you have said that last season? Would you have said that last season? No. No, so I'm not going so off three no, months. No. Look what he did. Look, no, but no one said that about Southgate. No one said that about Southgate. But look at what he did in Scotland. He played an exciting brand of football. He won trophies. He, he He's done it in Japan as well. So he's well-travelled. He's got experience. He's clearly culturally able to adapt. Something that, that has to happen within the English squad is being able to adapt. So he plays, and I'm sorry, guys, I'm not just saying it's actually a compliment to the way Spurs are playing, but we want England to be a front-forward playing, attacking team that can gel very quickly and you have a limited time with limited games. I think someone of that mould would be a very good shout for England going forward. Big Ange is not flustered by what anyone says in the media. No. In fact, he doesn't give a flying fuck what anyone says in the media. I actually think someone of his mentality is exactly what England... You take Eddie Howe and he'd move closer to home. All his family live in Bournemouth. I don't, I'd actually wouldn't take Eddie Howe over Ange Postacoglu. That's I don't think Eddie Howe's a winner. That's ridiculous thing to say. Ange Postacoglu has been here five minutes. He's been here five minutes. Not a chance. I swear he's trying to I'm talking about collectively. No, I'm not. I'm collectively saying... Well, he's, done, he's taken himself from Australia to Japan to Celtic into, into now Spurs. Spurs are probably the closest they're ever going to be to winning a trophy potentially under him ever, you know. But no, they're he's not. Won. They're not going to win anything this year. They're out, the, they're out, the, they're out the Carabao Cup already. End of I'm day. not saying that they're he's, going to win. He's, I he's the closest finals. they're going to potentially Poch, get. Poch had them second in the he's finals. No, he's no messiah. He's not a messiah, but we're talking about collectively someone that is able to adapt. I, what, I, what, I, like, I would like not... a Klopp or a Pat Guardiola or, uh, a, or an Arteta, think... who are also in that league and could be could be potentially in the manager then, Christian. That's what you're saying, isn't it? I, I think it's too early for Eddie Howe. I would rather him stay at Newcastle and try and continue to build on what he's doing there. I think it's I think Eddie Howe in his very early 40s, mid-40s, whatever he is. He's, he's very early. I think Eddie Howe would be better served continuing to build Newcastle, taking them forward. Gaz may say that about Postacoglu as well. There's an age difference and an experience difference as well. Um, you know, it did fall apart for Eddie Howe at Bournemouth eventually, and I don't think that will happen at Newcastle, but I would rather him sit tight there at the moment. And if I was England and the FA, the next type of manager I would look at is someone like a Postacoglu. That's just my opinion. It's not, it's not to wind you up or anything like that, but he has been around the world and he's adapted. And we're, we're not sitting here, go, no one's really enough man, a ton of managers. There isn't many out there. We're not going to get a Guardiola. We're not going to get an Arteta. So what that's, makes that, you think you're the... going to get a Postacoglu then? That's what, what makes you think he's going to go to England if yeah. you're saying that about the other three? I just feel that he's someone that would be achievable for England by the what, FA. I think what you're trying to say is you want an attacking manager to make the most out of our attacking talent then. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Attack is the best form of defence. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, but Eddie Howe can do that. Why can't Eddie Howe do that? He can do that. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't get he's why He's too young Howe for the England pressure. Mm. He's not under pressure at Newcastle. He's, he's not under pressure with all the Saudi money at the moment. 
he got them he got them from the bottom of the league to fourth. Or th- no, sorry, bottom of the league to third, wasn't it? I think they finished third. Whipping yeah. P- whipping PSG. Like you don't know what's gonna happen between now and the end of the season. You don't like Southgate at the end of the season, obviously that's when the Euros is. You don't know what the Saudis' expectations. They might say, like, you need to run. But if they don't qualify for the Champions League this year, are they going to keep him on? Yeah, you probably, I don't think they do. Probably. But would you say he's a failure if he doesn't get him in the Champions League? No. Oh, no, no, not really. No, because FFP so makes it a little available. bit harder for Newcastle and sponsorship. He could be available. I just think he's better. You also want us living in Australia as well. It'd be unbearable having Ange's England manager. That's probably why I'm more against it than anything else. Yeah, it would I mean, literally look. be horrific, guys. Honestly, like, oh my god, it'll be awful. Yeah, like, it, it it would be tough from from that perspective, right? It's, it's very good. Look, I'm just putting out the collective as someone I think would be able to adapt in a short space of time uh, with limited games. I think is someone like Ange. I, I definitely feel Eddie how will be an England manager on his current trajectory one day, for sure. I mean, hey, Matt, we might as well just go down the route of Will Steele from France, eh? Yes, <laughs> Will Steele, championship manager. Mate, he's the one. He's the one. Future England manager after being at Brighton first. <sighs> maybe. Maybe. Look, it, it, it's a t- it's a tough one. Maybe Southgate, yeah, maybe Southgate stays for another two years. If the, yeah, I don't exactly. know. It's That's not confirmed either. I know, no, I know. I think he said it. He said I, I, it. I he see, said this Steve, last... I, I know. He said this is his last one. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess if he wins, if he wins, then there'll be no, there'll be no pushback from anybody, including me. Southgate, you're the yeah. one. You still turn me on. Football's coming home. One, two, three, four. Over to you, Ryan. No. I've heard you sing it. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry for those who had to listen to my dulcet tones. Now singing, not just talking on a football podcast. Um, look, it's um, it's a tough one. There's no doubt. We all agree. There's some interesting choices when it comes to squad selection. Matt, I think you made a good point about there's a bit of a club mentality maybe there um, and, and why he picks those players. There are certainly some players that shouldn't be anywhere near the squad based on club selection and, and, and current form. Um, we're all certainly at odds about who maybe should be the next England manager. Whoever that is must get a tune out of the likes of Jude Bellingham, Bakayo Saka, Phil Foden. Um, Quickly, I'll come to you for some predictions before we wrap up Friday's podcast. And uh, Ryan, give me me Australia's result first, then Italy's result. Give me your two two results. Uh, 4-0, 1-0. Gaz? Uh, I'm going to go 5-0, 2-1. Go on, Matt. Uh, 4 1, 2 1. Steve. I think it depends who he starts against Australia and when he pulls them off or not. Um. <laughs> After last week's pulling off, I hope there's no more. I don't want him pulling off any Aussies, mate. That's yeah. certainly not going to go down well. Get off uh, my fence. Let's go 6 6 nil against, six, six nil against <laughs> Australia and uh, 2 1 against Italy. Okay. England never do that well in a friendly. Um, I think it will be 2-1 to England in both games. And I hope that he does make some changes. Very interesting. No, no one's brought it up. Looks like Arsenal have agreed with the FA that Saka will not be played 
in the Australia game tonight, which is um, good to see a, a player that I worry about burnout and one we very much need to be fit. He's definitely got an Achilles injury going into this summer's Euros. Um, boys, very, very interesting. Um, we'll be back on Monday after England, according to everyone, will have smashed Australia. God, I hope we do win. Otherwise, it's going to be a very lively Monday podcast. Um, if you've enjoyed today's show, do um, do give us a subscribe over on YouTube at the Footy Social Club. Do hit the like button. Um, two podcasts a week, every week, without fail. Um, we try to go live when Christian can get himself out of bed. Um, <laughs> enjoy the game tonight. Hopefully England can win. If you're listening in Australia, come on, England!